0: This is the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. We help you grow your faith as you grow your business. And now your host, Jesse Cole. Welcome to the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. I am your host, Coach Jesse Cole. Thank you for joining us today. I am excited for you, your family, and your business. I'm also excited about what God is doing to you, through you, for you, and in you. Today's guest is Dr. Kelly Henry. He is the author of Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service, Proven Strategies to Maximize Your Profits. He is known as the customer service doctor, the doctor who makes your business problems go down and your profits go up fast. He talks about how he has married faith in business. He uh, shares a little bit about his background and how his mother taught him to pray and to always give back to others. I was inspired by this conversation. I know you will be too. All right, here we go. Dr. Kelly Henry here on the Kingdom Mogul Podcast. Dr. Henry, thank you very much for being on the show today. I really appreciate you, man.
1: Hey, Jesse, thank you for the opportunity. It's yeah. it's, it's my pleasure to be here. Yeah.
0: What, I, what I love about this the podcast, um, at least for me, is that I get to talk to people that, that I'm a fan of right and so part you know b- before I even ask anybody to come on the show as, as you went through I like to really talk to them and just to see what the vibe is and if I'm a fan of them I know the conversation is going to be great so I'm a, I'm a fan of yours man I watch some of your your videos and listen to some of your other podcasts that you've done and I really like the spirit in which you uh that you approach this and how you share your message so thank you very much for just showing up authentically in the marketplace man that is refreshing.
1: Well, I, I I appreciate that, and and I'm a fan of yours too, man. So this this is a, a mutual respect we have for one another. So,
0: Good stuff. So as you know, you know the Kingdom Mogul podcast is to help people grow their faith as they grow their business. And you've been in business for years, and so I just really want to talk about your journey of faith. Um, you've written a book. We're going to talk about that as well, and we're going to break that down and how that's helping your clients and 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 the marketplace. But I really want to start off with understanding your background and what your journey of faith and business is and how you've married the two over the years?
1: Well, fortunately for me, I grew up in a uh, Christian household. Um, So, you know, I had examples from my parents early on, you know, we were at church three times a week and, and, uh, you know, we had Christian friends, I had Christian friends. Um, So that, that was established very early on. Now, there was a season in my life where I, I rebelled against that a little bit, um, and uh, wasn't walking the uh, the path I should have been walking. But for the most part, um, you know, and, and to be honest with you, even when I was not walking like I should have, the, that basis, that foundation, it was still playing in the back of my my mind, um, and I always knew that I needed to get back. Um, that yeah, I banded things for a season, but uh, I knew that you know at some point i was going to get back and and so i did um you know i learned the power of prayer from my parents particularly my mom um you know it, it praying all the time praying for family praying for business praying for those that are hurting and sick and this nation and all those things that we need to be praying for so i learned that on an early age I also learned that giving um giving monetarily, giving of time and, and, uh, being of service to people is, is just vital to, uh, as an expression of our faith. So again, that foundation was really set at a very early age and, and just, it, it was just there for me to build upon as I moved into a, uh, uh, business setting with my own, uh, with my own business. And again, it wasn't something that I had to conjure up. It was there. It was, I'm here to serve. Um, I'm a retired chiropractor, so you know, being a chiropractor by its very nature, we're, we're we're kind of service oriented. But I was, I just wanted that to be felt in my clinics that I was there to serve my patients. I wanted them to feel important and special and valued, and that uh, we were there to do whatever we could to to help them out. So that's basically my my journey from uh, you know the faith of my parents and passed down and and lived out that way, and then just. It was natural expression to move it into my, into my businesses.
0: Good stuff. I like what you said that the natural expression, and you also said that it wasn't forced or manufactured. Now, oftentimes as far as business goes, sometimes we can look at the marketplace and it's real tempting to try to show up, um, not show up authentically, not show up how God needs us to show up. Right. And, um, and I'm, I'm glad that, that you said that because it's okay for us to show up, how God needs to show up, because the business will come if we are just obedient to who He called us to be. Right?
1: Amen to that. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's it's when you're not authentic, um, and you're going against what uh, God has called you to do or be, is where you uh, you run into trouble, and it and it generally causes a lot of frustration, not only for you, but for those doing business with you. And and uh, sometimes it's just uh, you have to come to a cold reality. Hey, I need to I need to get back to to being real.
0: Yeah. So here you are, you're a kid, you know, growing up in a, a spiritual household your mother taught you how to pray and you learned about service as, as a kid. How did you become a chiropractor though? Were, were, were you always on that track or did you try a few things along the way and said, hey, this is, this is what I'm called to do here?
1: Well, <laughs> that's, a, that's a good question. When I was in high school, uh, my sophomore year of high school, I made the JV uh, baseball team as a pitcher. And about halfway through that season, I could not throw a baseball without my arm feeling like it was about to fall off, you know? So I told the coaches and they're like, ah, you're just having some muscle fatigue, just work through it, blah, blah, blah. It just never did clear up. And so, uh, went to the medical doctors and whatnot, and they, you know, trying to figure things out and just nothing was clicking. There was just, there was nothing structurally wrong with my arm. My mom, being a chiropractic patient through the years, decided to take me to the chiropractor and, uh, got checked out, looked at my neck. I had some nerve interference from my uh, some issues in my neck, got that treatment taken care of, freed those nerves up. And I never had a a problem with my arm again. So that really piqued my interest into uh, into being a chiropractor. We also had a family friend that was a chiropractor. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, when I was in high school and seeing this chiropractor who had the house on the lake and he had the boats and the snowmobiles and, uh, you know, in my 17 year 18 year old mind he was living the highlight high life, high life. Uh, you know hey this looks like a good career that I can I could make some money in so to be honest with you there was a little bit of uh uh having that uh mindset of yeah boy I really want to I want to be the big shot type situation so but um again my my faith grounded me uh once I became more successful to uh, make sure I uh, I gave and it was appropriate and humble and in what I was, uh, what I was doing and the success that I had.
0: Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, you were a chiropractor, but you're a retired chiropractor now. So you were doing some consulting and working with the doctors now, man. So how are you, how are you marrying your faith in your business now? Like, what does it look like to do business in partnership with God now that you're not in practice?
1: Well, same basis. It's just, you know, I'm here to serve. Um, it's just a it's a different different capacity. Um, what what I I'm loving about what I'm doing now I'm I'm coaching chiropractors but also really any service based industry on how to improve customer service to increase and, and grow their businesses. Um, for me, it's a lost art, and that's really what I again helped me build my chiropractic clinics was the foundation of great service and customer service. So, um, so you know, I always have that that underlying foundation, that underlying theme of, I want to help serve my clients um, and use the knowledge that I've gained through, through years from trial and error, from making good decisions. And I made a ton of bad decisions and be able to help them, you know, avoid some of the mistakes, get a solid validation, and then reap some of the benefits and and be successful in what they're doing. Um, so that that's my whole underlying goal of what I'm doing now.
0: What I love about your story is that you've taken all of these years of, of working in the medical industry, and you've compiled some of the best practices into a book, right? It's called uh, "Define and Deliver Exceptional Customer Service: Proven Strategies uh, to Increase Your Profits," right? So in there, I hear service, but I also hear, "Hey, listen, you can make money from you know from your service too." So you're not apologetic about putting that on the book cover. Talk more about <laughs> this, this. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm I'm cool with that, right? Because you know, it's for me, I'm on. On December 26th, the day after Christmas, um God, you know, he called me to my office and told me to sit on this couch that you see behind you in my office, man, and he's like, I need you to focus more on monetizing your message. You've done a really good job, Jesse, with inspiring people, motivating people, and it's really serving. But now I want you to create systems and um to make sure that when that money comes in that you're a good steward of it. So it's not just about making the money, it's all about stewarding stewarding it because it's not just about you it's about serving others and you can't really serve others if you don't steward what god gave you right and so my focus at least for this year until he changes it is uh big dreams and income streams right and it's all about doing doing what god told me to me told me to do but also being a great steward um of those of those of those, of of, of that fruit so talk more about what you're doing why you wrote this book who is this book for like, why are you the one that shared this message and how it's changing <laughs> lives, man?
1: Well, first of all, I love what you just said. Um, you know, it, it, there's nothing wrong with making a lot of money. Yeah. All right. As long as you are a good steward of it, that is the key component, you know? And people have this, you know, long, wrong image of it. And, and there's a scripture in the Bible that often gets misquoted, you know? The money is the root of all evil. No, it's the love of money that's the root of all evil. Yeah. Um, and when you, money becomes your master, that's when you're, you're problematic for me. And I'm sure you, you have the same idea is, or same thought. And, and this, you know, is in, is because of your faith is God is the one that blesses me. He's the one that allows me to move forward. He's the one that allows me to, uh, to have what I have. So like you said, I'm just a steward of that. So, you know, I would rather make $10 million and give a million, 2 million, 5 million back, than to make, you know, $20,000 a year and only be able to give a fraction of that back. So, they're, you know, as long as you're a good steward, that is the key component here. So I just want to touch on that. Um, what inspired me to write the book is uh, so many businesses try, they, they make customer service difficult is what it amounts to. So this book is just a, it's a, a very simple, easy read that has simple actions, principles, rules that a business owner could read, really take a hold of almost immediately, implement almost immediately and start having an impact on their business as far as the perception of customer service, which leads to keeping more customers, which leads to those customers referring more customers, which ultimately leads to gaining more profits and having more revenue coming in. But the key is serving first. And that's, that's my kind of my tagline is let's learn to serve better in our businesses and then we'll be able to profit more. And that's what I'm, my goal is of uh, putting this book out.
0: From your experience working with your clients, what has been the hang up when it comes to service?
1: Well, so many businesses get set in the sales mindset. So it's not necessarily that they don't want to serve but they're so focused on just making the next sale, getting those new customers in making that next transaction as opposed to being service minded and building relationships, which ultimately leads to more transactions and more profit and loyalty and customer retention. So, you know, the purpose of a business is very simplistically is to get customers to keep customers and then to make a profit because you need to have profit to keep your doors open. But so many businesses get stuck in that just getting customers do very little to build relationships. You know, They're getting customers to make that sell, forget trying to create relationships, keep them in their business to make that profit. So that's, that is a key hang up for a lot of businesses is being way too sales minded and, and not focusing on building relationships.
0: So to the person that's listening to this who may not work in the medical field, right, they're not chiropractors, they, they're they not even, they don't even know what that looks like as far as what that business model looks like. They might be a plumber, they might be a nail tech, they might be a consultant in a different industry, right? So what does service look like across the board? What is that thread of connectivity, regardless of what industry you that you're working in?
1: You bet. My definition for customer service, or great customer service, is a relentless focus on the customer Each and every time you're interacting with them, whether you're a plumber, a nail tech, a consultant, it doesn't matter, a relentless focus on that customer and making the customer feel their best whenever they're interacting with your business. That's the key to customer service. So you can put whatever industry, you know, whatever model of business you want to put in, but... The underlying foundation should be that relentless focus and making customers feel their best and, and feel important valued. valued. I, I like to use the term feel like a rock star when they are doing business with you. Yeah.
0: So if I were to open up your book right now and pull out three to four key principles that I can apply right now, regardless of what industry I'm working in, what would be those three to four principles that you would want me to tap into right now?
1: Number one, and this, is, this is, was my uh, personal or my business mission statement. It still is, but what I, what I developed in my chiropractic office, and this is what I teach my clients and, and uh, really highly recommend that they adopt, but to have the philosophy to be the best part of the customer's day. Have that mindset. I want to be the best part of the customer's day. Um, life is tough. People have issues and problems and ups and downs, um, if you can be a, you know, a shining light, if you can be a breath of fresh air, man, that goes a long way. It's not in just them wanting to stay loyal to your business, but that ripples out from that person as they go, and out, go out and interact with the world around them and, and uh, those they interact with. So that's a huge one. Be the best part of the customer's day. Second principle is, again, you don't, it doesn't matter what business you're in. You have to realize that you are in the customer perception business. You are creating a perception, whether good or bad, every time you're dealing with a customer. So you can choose to make a great customer experience and create a great customer perception, or you can create a perception where that customer is going to have some negative thoughts and and a wandering eye and and leave your business just like that going to your competitor. But the choice is yours. There's no neutral to it. You're either creating a great perception or negative. So you have to remember that. And then the corollary principle to that is the customer's perception, the perception you're creating is always driven by how you make that customer feel. Are you making it feel important, special, like like a rock star? That's the key component. If you do that, then more than likely you're you're creating a great perception. And that perception would help that pay or that customer want to stay with you and, and continue to do business with you.
0: Yeah. I'm going to ask you a question now that's going to require you to be. To give a humble brag, if that's okay. Right? <laughs> All right. So when, uh, when, when clients work with you, what kind of feedback are they typically giving you as far as their experience? Like what words, what phrases are you continually hearing from clients who have an experience with you?
1: Uh, thank you, as, as often. <laughs> what I hear, you know, they're, they're happy to be making increased profits you know, who doesn't want that in their business and and going to the bottom line and um, be able to, you know, to live life a little bit better when you have some money. Um, But I also hear a lot, you know, thank you for making this business a better place to work. You know, my employees are more engaged. They're they're enjoying working for me. I'm enjoying having them work for me. You know, we're not having this constant um, battle, you know, that, you know, a lot of businesses have between the management and the owners and the employees, that type of thing. It's settled. I work with them and it settles that and it puts them in the team mindset. So that's, that's a huge one. Um, They're, they're always happy that, you know, as they provide better service, they have less complaints, less angry customers, you know, and it's just a, it's just a better atmosphere for their business as a whole. That's what I enjoy when I start hearing that. Yeah. You know, they made an extra hundred grand or whatever that year or more, but when they're like, man, it's just, the business is just so much. It's fun to go to work now. That is, uh, that's what I love to hear.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think one of the best phrases I've ever heard in my life was I get to, like, I get to serve. I don't, it's not that I have to, it's I like, no, to. like I've been chosen. This is part of my assignment. I get to serve in this capacity. And typically when God puts us in positions to serve, it's not out of a place that we're not familiar with, right? He, 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 he allows us to use our gifts and our strengths and our talents to fill in the gaps for other people. So it's not something that we go have to go and learn. It's just something that we have to be. I get to serve. I like absolutely. that. absolutely. Yeah, man. Absolutely. So as, as you were building out this concept, talk about some of the the challenges that you've had to deal with within yourself in order to get this book out.
1: Um, you know, self doubt. <laughs> that uh, that uh, poser syndrome, you know. Um yeah, I, I, I know chiropractic, you know, and I did fantastically well at that um, and built up a couple of clinics and, and expanded and, and did, you know, I really got my clinics up to about the top 5% of clinics in the United States. So, um, and again, it was all by God's grace and mercy and he allowed me to do that. So before I, you know, I don't want you to think I have a big head, but then to shift gears and to be in this new space that I know a lot of stuff about customer service, but who am I to you know put this book out and tell somebody else how to you know how to run their business or to lay this foundation so there there was a lot of doubt there and um, i I've, I've got some great coaches I still do um, they help me you know work through that that you know what one of the the phrases I like is they're they're better with me than without me so I may not know everything I'm in the customer service space, but I still know more than about 95% of business owners. So, hey, I can help them out and help them be more profitable. Um, so just quit, uh, quit worrying about that and, and just get, get the book out and let's, uh, let's start making a difference in people's lives.
0: That's interesting. Um, I feel the same way. Whenever I put a book out, I, I go through the same process. Who am I to share this message, right? And God continues to remind me, if you don't do it, who will? Like, I've I've taken you through this experience. You've learned this. You have the battle scars to share it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but you just have to be faithful, right? And so I I can identify with that. I want to talk to the people who are listening right now. Maybe you're not trying to write a book. Maybe you're trying to launch a program or launch a business or maybe have a, a hard conversation with somebody. And you're asking, who am I to do this? I'm not qualified. I don't have enough money. I don't have the experience. And God is telling you right now through this podcast, needs you to show up how he needs you to show up and let holy spirit do the rest right so don't think about the end you think about the next step what is like what is that next step of obedience what is what does it look like to be obedient to what this moment requires you're responsible for that not the ends that's god's job
1: (laughs) amen i love that and that's such a You know, that's something I've had to learn through the years um, is just taking that next step. You know, I don't need to see the whole ladder. I don't need to see the whole staircase. I just need to take that next step in faith. And that's, you know, one of my favorite verses in the Bible is Proverbs 13 or uh, 16, 9. And it's in a uh, in a man's heart, he plans his course, but God determines his steps so I can have my goals and dreams. Um, but God's ultimately going to determine my steps to maybe get to that particular point. But if not, He's something. He's got something better for me down the road. And I can look back on my life and see how He's directed the course, my steps throughout so many different situations, and things come out way better than I could have ever prayed or imagined them to be. So,
0: Doctor Henry, listen. Come on now. Come on now. All right. So, so
1: part, that's good stuff, man. <laughs> part,
0: part of your concept. Part of your concept is. Making customers happy, that can be difficult sometimes. It right? can, and so how how is it possible to consistently uh, deliver exceptional exceptional service and make your customers happy? Like, what does that look like?
1: The key component of that is you have to practice proactive customer service, not reactive customer service. <laughs> so, proactive means. I am going to stick a smile on my face. I don't care how the customer comes in. If they're upset, irritated, they've had an issue with a, a product or a service, um, it doesn't matter. Um, my job is to be the best part of their day. Make a put a smile on their face and take care of them. And again, make sure they feel valued. Reactive customer service is the exact opposite. You know, maybe I'll, I'll maybe I'll be nice to the customer if it's Friday. You know. The weekend's coming and I'm, I'm happy because it's Friday, you know, or the sun's, sun's out and it's great weather, you know, or hey, it's payday and I'm going to be in a good mood and because and, uh, i get my check this afternoon or this evening, that type of thing. Um, or, or the customer comes in and they're happy. Well, okay, now I can, I can be happy with them and provide better customer service. Um, that doesn't work. It's got to be proactive. It's a decision, you know, it's a decision you make no matter what's going on we are going to provide stellar customer service. And we do that by making the customer feel valuable. No matter what's going on, what the circumstances are, we're going to put a smile on their face, be the best part of their day, every day.
0: Hey Amen. Hey. How can people find out more about you and the work that you do?
1: DrKellyHenry.com is my website. So drkellyhenry.com. You can find about me, you can find about uh, out about my book, uh, and you can find out about my programs. You can... Uh, connect with me through a call where we can we can talk and have a conversation about your business uh, where there may be some problems and if i I have the solutions to to help you out so but that 's the that 's the easiest place to find me all
0: right dr henry it 's been a pleasure man having this conversation. I have fun. It was everything I I was hoping it was going to be and more. So, yes, up until this point, you're the brightest part of my day outside of my wife and my kids. Let me take that. My wife (laughs) wife and my kids are upstairs. All right. But outside of them, you've added nothing but value to my life, man. So, thank you very much.
1: Likewise, Jesse. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your awesome show, man.
0: Amen. You have a wonderful day, sir.
1: You too. All
0: right. Thank you for listening to the Kingdom Mobile Podcast. You can support the podcast by subscribing, downloading your favorite episode, and sharing the podcast via social media. Don't forget to visit KingdomMogulCoaching.com to find more resources to help you grow your faith as you grow your business. Remember, what you want to become depends on your willingness to become it.